Welcome to The Swifterhood, a podcast all about Taylor Swift's lyrical genius. Whether you've known from her debut album that she's had a place in this world or her folklore has become your evermore recently, we are here to faithfully and wholeheartedly deconstruct each song lyric by lyric. Hello, Swifterhood fans. We are here in Nashville. Me and Aaron are. That's us. We are here in Nashville with Allison Asarch. We finally get to meet her face to face. Woo! Allison does actually have a face. Do you want to say hello, Allison? Hi, Allison with a face here. Yes, that's me. I'm so happy that y'all are here and that I'm actually seeing you in person because it's been a very long time for us to even like be together. She just hooked us up with breakfast at What's it called? The Pancake Pantry. Pancake Pantry, which I recently learned is Taylor Swift's favorite breakfast place. Yeah. And so I tried the sweet potato pancakes, which I guess was Taylor's order. And Allison used to work there. So she got to like lead us in through the back and get us a spot there. And it was felt very <laughs> VIP. Yeah, we were elite. We were elite. Thank you, Allison. Well, of course. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. And I literally started working there because I thought maybe I'd see Taylor. She's never, ever been in. But every time we would get to go orders, I'd be like, if they were sweet potato pancakes, I was like, is it for Taylor? What's it for? And obviously it wouldn't be for her, but I'm just like, is she here? Is, it? is, it? is, yeah. she, is she getting them? Oh my goodness. Because she lives very, very close by. All right. So I was going to ask you about your new single that you have out. Do you want to tell us about it? You know it. Yes. Um, so my new single is a cover of Hootie and the Blowfish's song, Only Want to Be With You. And it is a ballad. So it's totally different from anything you've ever heard of. And I put a twist on it to make it from a female perspective. And um, I think that in our theme music industry, there's a lot of, you know, men and stuff going on. And so I was like, let's try to make this song in a female's perspective because, you know, I'm all about female empowerment. And I think that we don't have that as much anywhere right now in the music industry, which is crazy because we're in 2023. So um, I also just love cover songs and flipping them on their head. And I knew that this one was probably going to be the number one song cover that I wanted to do. And I'm really pumped about it. So yeah, go listen to it wherever you listen to music. Yeah, it's on Spotify. That's where I listen to it. And your album, Things Are Going Well, it's been out for a while now. Yeah. yeah. And so the next question I would ask you is about your shows and like touring. Where are you headed next? So if you are coming to Nashville, head on over to my socials at Allison A. Sarch Official. I have always post where I'm going to be in the months. I like post like May shows or sometimes I'll just add more shows. So I really post frequently on there. Um, I was just in Florida in Ocala and... Um, oh yeah, just Ocala. I played in two different venues and then at the end or in the beginning of July, I'll be in Denver at a music festival called Dusty Boots. I don't know much yet, but I know I'll be there. And then I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina in September. So like I said, I really kind of all over the place and it's so fun. Just check me out and figure out where I'll be. And you can also DM me if you want me to come to you. Just let me know. I will, I will drive. You have a website, right? You have a website. I do have a website, alisonasearch.com, mm-hmm. but you can also DM me. I'm very, very active on all the socials. Okay. Well, as we round up this special visitor 
on this special segment of a voice memo, um, we have to know street interview edition, street interview edition. That is correct. Aaron, thank you for correcting me. Um, (laughs) we are dying to know. So you like us are going to Taylor's show tonight. What are you wearing? Amazing question. So whenever I knew about this tour, I was really figuring out what I wanted to wear and I had no idea. And then I was like, well, if this is an eras tour, we need to talk eras. And so I instantly thought of her AMA's performance where she's in the white shirt that had all of the albums that she didn't own anymore. And I was like, I can make that. That looks super easy to make. So made the shirt and I'm here with my fabulous sister, Katie. And in 2018, we just randomly bought matching sparkly rompers so it just kind of worked out that i was like we're gonna do that i'm gonna make these shirts that's our outfit and we planned that before we had tickets in our hand and now you know we manifested for months and months and months here we are round two for us because we saw april 29th which i still can't get over but yes yeah that was in atlanta in atlanta yes and amazing yes one final question what do you think she has in store for us tonight since oh. she just released oh the debut Yay. of Great question, Morgan. now that last is, night? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. So many things to talk about. So Katie really has been like thinking if Phoebe Bridgers came out last night and she's here for all three nights, maybe we all get nothing new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing, I think. And she played it during her reg segment. Oh, so she didn't play it during the two songs. So I think she's going to. We did not know that. We thought it perfect. That's awesome. So exciting. So hoping we get nothing new. Katie thinks 15's happening. I would also like to hear Invisible String since Centennial Park is a Nashville location. I don't know if she would do that. She stopped playing it. it. Oh, so she did. She stopped playing it um, as soon as she, the the concert, the last concert she did before it announced that she broke up with Joe, she removed it and replaced it with the one. So I didn't even know. So my sister and I, we did not know anything from the tour. Like we made sure not to see any spoilers. So she sang the one obviously last weekend. And I assumed that meant she was drats. That makes me really upset, but that's okay. Thanks for, I'm I'm really sorry that that just happened in real time for you to find (laughs) that out. It's okay. It's really okay. And I, I trust her judgment. Cause I also, when I heard about her, I was like, I don't know she would, because I know that's about Joe. Wow. Okay. Cause I knew she sang London boy too. Anyway. Um, cause I thought that was the change. Yeah. But I think she might bring someone out again. And if she's bringing Phoebe again, then I don't know. Right. So I, I, I think that that's what we're feeling and we're, well, we're probably trying to manifest it just like you did with the tickets because we're like, if you, you announced the speak now debut on Friday night, what are you going to do for us on Saturday night? And we know she like, she's not going to just leave us hanging like that. Right. Yes. Right. That's exactly how we feel. And everyone, you know, like how can she top last night in Nashville? And we will find, we will will find out. Do you think it would be two speak now songs since she just announced speak now? Or do you think she would do, like, one Speak Now and another era? I think she'll do one Speak Now. That's my thought. One Speak Now. I think so, too. And also, Katie thinks, and I agree, that on July 7th and 8th, whenever the album comes out, she's going to change her set list and add more Speak Now songs for the rest of the tour. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then she owns it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because she only, well, I don't want to spoil for people who haven't seen it. Never mind. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's cryptic and I'm excited to find out about that. Allison, thank you so much for 
meeting us this morning. It was so lovely to have breakfast with you. And thanks for taking some time to podcast with us too. And for the VIP treatment. We feel so special. You are VIPs. And I'm literally so happy that we got to do this. We know you had to say hello to the Swifterhood. Also, if you're just now listening and this is like your first episode, I don't know why, but go back and listen to Allison's episodes. (laughs) And Allison, before we sign off, remind us how we can follow you again. Yes, I'm everywhere on the socials at Allison A. Sarch Official, and you can go to my website at AllisonASarch.com. Um, but I'm on TikTok, I'm on Insta, Facebook, all the things. Yeah. Oh, and listen to my album, Texas, Tennessee. And if you like Taylor, like I know you do, go listen to my song, Taylor Made. Peace out. Okay, welcome to Nashville. Hey. Wait, is this a song? Welcome to Nashville, Tennessee. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Who is that? It's not Morgan. It's Rachel. We have our friend Rachel here with us at the Eras Tour. We are currently on the bridge, headed to the show. And so if you hear background noise, forgive us. Forgive us, but we wanted to really give you a in-the-moment experience. So my first question was going to be about how you two met. Yeah, so Rachel is my best friend from college. We went to the University of Vermont together. We actually met 20 years ago. And um, we met like the first or second week of school. Rach, do you remember our first encounter? Like it was yesterday, Morgan. It was 20 years ago almost. And it was the first week of college. And I will never forget how... We all got together, getting ready to go to, I believe it was a live performance. It was. It was Margaret Margaret Cho was doing some stand-up at our alma mater, University of Vermont. Amazing. Amazing. Brilliant. And Morgan showed up through another friend that we had, all very quick in starting our college career and process. And Morgan shows up, and she's all bubbly and seems naive. And I thought, who is this chick? And she talked about her things that she wanted to do, such as learn to play the guitar. And there was one other thing. What was the other piece? There was make out on a beach or something? Yes. Yeah. It was learn to play the guitar and make out on a beach. And I was like, check and check. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then ever since then, it's been this relationship of, I appreciate the things that you want and I want those things too. And we might be at different points in our lives of when those things are happening, but dang, we're going to make them happen together. And we've been best friends shortly after ever since absolutely absolutely that's amazing i love that relationship um my follow-up question was going to be about your relationship with taylor swift how did you start liking taylor swift what's that story yeah so i feel like me and taylor are kind of a slow burn i remember liking taylor from the jump really i'll say speak now and and i will say i'm on the older spectrum when it comes to that being that yeah same age as morgan obviously but Uh, what what age is that uh, 37 (laughs) cough cough um but i remember when speak now came out and i really enjoyed that album being in college but i don't really feel like other people around me were as into it or talking about it so it was my own piece and i do remember speaking with my baby brother about it 
how he was more into country music at that point in time than I was. And we both appreciated Taylor. And with each album that came out, I had all this appreciation, but I wasn't surrounding myself necessarily with other Taylor Swifty addicts. So it felt very isolating it was my own piece and then it got more and more and more popular that then allowed it to kind of blossom more and more um i've been always a, a taylor fan and i feel like in that other people see it hence gifting me the vinyl of 1989 as presents and such um but it's so cool to get to this moment right now with you ladies to be witnessing her for the first time live which has always been a massive bucket list item for me that i have just never gotten to the point to be able to make happen for different reasons in my life that i'm so excited to share with both of you today so can i go full circle here we are 20 years later talking about ta- 20 years later a bucket list item that you and I are both checking off at the same time. And I am so thrilled to be here as you two are losing your concert, Taylor Swift virginity. I love it. Thank you for sharing, Rachel. Go easy with me, Aaron. (laughs) So uh, once again, just a reminder, live at the Eras tour on the bridge. Sorry about the noise, y'all. Um, We did have a little snafu on the way here. So we're in the car. Morgan and I drove uh, seven and something hours. Rachel flew from D.C. And on the way, Rachel texts us and she's like, hey, so the Airbnb host, haven't heard back from him. Okay, now I have. He says he doesn't own the property anymore. Rachel, do you want to talk a little bit about that? (laughs) Yeah, so I had this wild change of events while sitting at the Dulles airport, finishing my lovely mimosa en route to see Taylor, where I was like, oh, you know, I haven't heard from the Airbnb. I better check in. And I check in, I call, and I get this word that our place might be unavailable, even though we have booked this location in November. and Fully paid. And fully paid, 100%. No cancellation just hearing that it's no longer available. So I start mildly panicking, but also moving into action. And in the duration of my approximately two hour flight, we'll call it in boarding and departing um, from Dulles to Nashville, I'm frantic communicating with Airbnb support to identify, okay, this place is no longer available, give us a full refund and locate a new Airbnb location. And I will say, while that was uh, sickening, uh, I did at one point on that airplane think maybe I was going to hurl, um, which has <laughs> happened since arriving in Nashville, but that's neither here For nor different there. different reasons. More like it hits different. Hits different, 100%. Um, we did end up with a fantastic Airbnb. So if Airbnb wants to sponsor us right now, go for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Y'all owe us 100 that the pain and suffering that we had to endure um that legal, was legal compensation maybe Morgan can get that for us. <laughs> I want to say though that Rachel you are the perfect person to handle that snafu like with grace and like ferocity you did it. And we've got a great spot downtown and it all worked out and we're not unhoused. And you know what? Allison A Sarch would have taken us in if need be confirmed that today morgan has a cousin here 
Um, we, we would have been okay, but it was a little scary. Yeah, it was a traumatic event for sure. As my husband likes to say, Rachel, go East Coast on those people. Um, and I did. I was very assertive. Um, and Airbnb ended up remedying the situation and we everything has worked out. But yes, in getting here today, were there some challenges along the way? No doubt. Um, but we all have been so fortunate to have a killer time here in Nashville. And I'll let these ladies speak to a little bit of our fun that we had last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk about this because this is night two in Nashville and it's going to be better than night one obviously but night one was pretty fucking fun so we went out um first bar that we went to was nudies so if you're in nashville i will pause you for a moment and say we did have a delicious dinner at husk in nashville if any of y'all are out here and get the chance highly recommend it um but yeah go ahead Aaron. and husk if you want to sponsor us that's fine (laughs) so yeah it was amazing then we went to nudies and there was that's to you too (laughs) <laughs> so we saw a pretty good band at nudies i'd say um some highlights include one girl had her tit fully out and i said hey your your tube top's down your boobs out and she pulled it up so that was a moment and then we were singing along and this guy was great he seemed a little cocky you know as male lead singers sometimes are we singing on the bar and then he sings shake it off and then he proceeds to fuck up all the lyrics of Shake It Off. Erin thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, she was apparently dying. I was, meanwhile, livid because I was like, of course this cocky-ass bastard decided to not learn the lyrics of Shake It Off when he knew that all of the Taylor Swift people were going to be here this weekend. Uh-huh. So I just flicked him off in his face. And he's making so much money. I was going to say, what did you do? But oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Morgan was furious, right? Um, he knew months in advance that we were coming there, right? He's making all this money from us. But yes, I was actually laughing so hard I was tearing up. So then we go to the next place, which was the Lucky Bastard. And we were like, we need a, a leading lady. Like, we need to hear a female artist. So we found, that's where we found a female artist. Casey James? Yeah. Or Casey Jane, maybe, without an S? Yeah. Maybe Casey Jane, yeah. Yeah. So um, we heard, she was great. And her band was great, and they were very good singers, and it was an awesome time, and it felt like we were all so connected to, like, the other women there. Everyone was Swifties. Everyone here is Swifties. And so it was just, like, after being in that male environment at the first bar, it was so refreshing, and we just had such a good time, and it was a lovely evening out. And then then we did find out intermittently of these events that – While Taylor's first show in Nashville, she released that Speak Now was going to be, uh, Taylor's version was going to be released on July 7th. So we kind of had a mini freak freak out about that. But we are not concerned because I think that tonight, Saturday, when we're going, I mean, it's a Saturday in Nashville. She's going to, if she told us her debut date yesterday, what's she going to do tonight, guys? Yeah, so we should talk about that because last night the surprise songs were Sparks Fly and what was the second one? Oh, I looked it up. Sparks Fly and was, uh, she played Nothing New with Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep talking. You can edit this. Mm-hmm. 
Sparks fly. Or are you gonna edit this? No, I can just cut it out. Okay. It's fine. Genuinely can't remember. It was. Teardrops on my guitar. Oh yes, 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 yes. So the the surprise songs last night were "Sparks Fly" and "Teardrops on My Guitar," and actually had a weird interaction with some girls about that because they they were sisters and I complimented them on their jackets and they told me about Speak Now being announced and how it was announced and I was like that sounds so special I'm so happy for you and then um, I was like well we're going tomorrow night it's going to be great and then one of the girls was like but not as special as our night <laughs> I was like alright alright well have a good night y'all hope you have a great weekend but I mean it was honestly a great night out but I did want to ask you, Morgan. Okay, so I already know her thoughts, obviously. I've been spending the weekend with her, right? Uh, but she has, I think, a pretty good theory related to Matt Healy being here from the 1975 and the rumors about maybe him and Taylor being together and why they might be together. Morgan, do you want to talk about that? We might be, FYI, you all, we might be totally falling on our faces wrong, but it's fun to do this. Yeah, because what I'll say is that um, I'm not – you guys have been listening to this podcast for such a long time. You know I'm not big into these, like, fan theory things. Like, I tend to just like like the organic side of stuff. But what I will say is that everyone's freaking out because Matt Healy was here last night. She released Speak Now and did tell us that there are going to be six tracks from the vault I believe that one of those tracks from the vault is going to be with the 1975 or Matt Healy on his own, but most likely the 1975. We know that Jack Antonoff produced their latest record and they're all very closely related. We're wondering, is one of the songs, the secret songs tonight, going to be one of the new from the vault songs with Matt Healy? And so one of the reasons for that is because Taylor posted on Instagram, it's never too late to be brand new about the upcoming show tonight. And we know she wants us to have a special night because it's Nashville. And last night was so special and she's going to want to outdo herself again. And we know that's a lyric from Innocent from Speak Now. So it could just be because it's she released Speak Now yesterday or the debut of it yesterday and that She's just quoting, you know, an innocent song. Maybe she'll play innocent, but something brand new. We hope so. We sure as hell fucking hope so. So we've got our VIP seats. We've got this amazing, like, merch box. It's been awesome. It's a beautiful night. We've been with Allison Asarch this weekend. We got at the pancake pantry and everyone kept looking or I shouldn't say everyone Rachel and Aaron were freaking about the weather I didn't look at the weather once and it's a beautiful night in Nashville we have decided that we're going to speak about things as either being best bejeweled or not bejeweled Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've taught ourselves a secret language that only we can speak it's been a great time we will update you all after this freaking Aeros tour How how are we feeling we got 15 minutes before Phoebe Bridgers comes officially on. Officially starts. So. Are we ready for it? Let's yeah. go. One, two, three. Let's go, bitch. And here we are to talk about the uh, Eros tour after the fact. Except, Aaron, it's been about... <laughs> 
a month and a half since we got back because our lives have been crazy busy. Yes. And so much has happened. So much has happened. (laughs) Morgan went to another Eros tour. I did. It was in Boston and I had a rain show. Um, And I've moved. Yep. Aaron moved. I had a couple jury trials. Yes. Our lives have been busy. Yeah. But anyways, um, we are back to recap on how the Eras tour went. So. Why don't you start? Okay. Well, right after the show, well, first of all, it took us forever to leave because there were like, what, 70,000 people leaving the stadium at one time? It was nuts. We we were in a crowd of people not moving for like 30, 30 minutes at least. Yeah. And it. It was like a traffic jam of people. Like mm-hmm. we weren't in a car, we were walking and it was like the bottleneck was to get over the bridge back into over the river back into the city and we did not move for 30 minutes. Yeah, that was terrible. But the concert itself was obviously amazing. I came home after that or home, but back to our place um and wrote a big long note in my phone about it cuz I was like I have so many feelings right now. <laughs> And didn't you post about it? I did on my personal Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, since then, I saw something on the internet that was explaining this feeling of, like, collective... Uh, I can't I, I can't remember what it's called, collective something. But it's basically the same thing that happens like when people listen to worship music and like all get like really emotionally overcome because like it's all happening at the same time to everyone. Mm. So there's some term for it. And I was reading about that and they were talking about how that is a really powerful feeling because there's so many different people, but you all feel connected yeah. emotionally. And I would say that was the most overwhelming part of being there was the fact that like all of these people together are connected by this collective experience of having listened to this music over the course of however many years and each of our own personal journeys. And on top of that, Taylor sharing what it meant to her to have those songs and to listen to them with us and, you know, give her little tidbits and that kind of stuff. I cried like... Six times, maybe. I think I might have cried 10 times. <laughs> it was a lot of crying. <laughs> yeah, there was. But it, and it wasn't just like, it was emotional crying. Well, like, I a lot of different cries, yes, right? Yes, right. Like it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like, of course you cried it all too well and My Tears Ricochet because those mm-hmm. are like sad, sad songs. Yeah. But it was like you said, like it was just the, like when she came out and played Fearless, the mm-hmm. first chords and like started skipping down the stage, I cried then because I was just yeah. like, this is, this is so, happening. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so happy. Look how happy she is and everyone is happy. And it was just, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I cried several times during happy songs, like yeah. big songs that we were jamming out to because it's just like, I also remember different concerts that I've been at and that like really overwhelmed me being like, mm. oh, this is however many times I've sang Love Story. Right. You know, with a group of people here, it was just Absolutely a beautiful experience. And our surprise songs were Out of the Woods and 15. Of course, 15. Because Abigail was there. She was there that night. She dedicated the song to Abigail. So she was there the night that she sang it. It was amazing. I mean, singing 15, everyone together was. We had some amazing uh, secret songs. The secret songs in Boston. I could have taken or left. Like, they probably would have been at the bottom of my list of the ones that I wanted. It doesn't mean that I didn't, like, love it. 
we had Question, which was cool yeah. that she hadn't performed it yet. And I do really love Question. Um, and then we had Invisible. So okay. one from Midnight's and then one from um, Debut, which was was cool mm-hmm. because it was like her, you know, latest album and her first album. Yeah, that's nice. So and where we were, our seats in Nashville, we mm-hmm. had a great view. We did. Um, one last thing about that before we go into Boston, because I want to ask you about it. I was just going to say, every time I thought the show was like, oh my gosh, we've been here for a while. It's going to end soon, surely. No, it never ended. It no. just like kept going. It was amazing. It was. Like I remember turning to you at the two hour mark being like, this it's, is when it normally ends. It's only two hours. <laughs> and we're like basically halfway through. Yeah. It was incredible. Okay. Well, Boston, where were your seats? So there were, we were first bowl. In Nashville. So we were, what does first bowl mean? You know, the little like loop around. So we were first bowl, but on the opposite side. Oh, okay. So I had a different view. Like it was still the side, but mm-hmm. it was a different view from um, our view because you just saw it from a different direction. And they were, they were great seats. Both, both sets were great. And it rained the entire time. It did three and a half hours. And we're not talking like, you can look up the videos. I'm sure many of you who listen to this podcast have followed along with her, uh, the TikTok stuff that is released after each show, but like it was not drizzling. It was three and a half hours of (laughs) downpour. Yeah. Well, like Nashville night three. Yes. Well, no. So what they said about Nashville night three was it started raining, but throughout it, it stopped raining. Mm-hmm. This one rained this the one, entire time. There was no act, like scary weather with it, so which is why it wasn't delayed. So there was no thunder or lightning. It was just... Was that the night that the piano broke? Yes. I was just going to tell the story. <laughs> the following day, um, after our concert, she went to go play the piano in her third day of the Boston tour. And it started playing on its own. You can see a TikTok video of it. Like it just, she wasn't pressing any keys and she was like, and it just started playing. She's like, I think my piano broke from all of the rain last night. Yeah. It's haunted. And that's probably why she had to pull out those uh, New Jersey new outfits. (laughs) Yeah. She probably ruined. No, she has those back now, but like. That's so sad because I love that piano. It's so pretty, but they just get her a new one. I'm sure. I mean. So your theories before the concert, <laughs> should theories, we talk about it? My theories were so intense before the concert, and I'm kind of bummed. Like, they seemed to to track, mm-hmm. but Matt Healy, Maddie Healy was there that night, too, in Nashville, and I theorized mm-hmm. that he, or the 1975, was going to, yeah, and they did not play or come out, or now we know the track list, and he's not collaborating. No. On any song from Speak Now. But we do know the vault tracks for Speak Now. Yes, Or we, we have do. the titles. We do. I haven't spent much time looking at the titles. I just know that she's collaborating with Paramore and Fall Out Boy. Yeah. So I'm excited, Boy honestly, be awesome. because you can tell listening to that album. And I think at the time, like, we were just living, obviously, in the time period. And I didn't realize how much she was influenced by those types of groups, but I was also listening to them at the same time, yeah. you know? Like, I was listening to the Paramore album, Riot, like, on repeat, like, junior year of high school, like, constantly listening to that album. And so it is really exciting that it's going to be more, I guess, like explicitly rock, because I think, like, looking back, that's one of my favorite things about that album is it's the one that I feel like is the most rock. You think Speak Now is the most rock? Mm-hmm. Can you please give me an example? 
Story of Us. Okay, Haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and other ones. We can listen to some in the car on the way to dinner. Okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Well, Speak Now, we know. I think we had already talked about On the Bridge in Nashville, but it's coming out July 7th. So we will be recording after that. Yes, when I get back from Africa, because I'm going to Africa but w- for like almost a month. Yes, she is. <laughs> did we Did we talk about how we were probably going to change up the format a little bit? I don't think so. So we'll give you guys, we'll just give you, I think we thought that when we were discussing Midnight's, Mm-hmm. It was really, it was, it felt like it flowed more. Yeah. Because we weren't spending so much time going literally lyric by lyric. And so I think what we are talking about for this new season is not just doing it in two episodes, but maybe doing it in fewer episodes and more generalized talking. As about the songs. To, yeah. Yeah. We had better banter. Yeah. We had good chat that way, eh? And I think, yeah, I think it's not a bad idea because hopefully you guys will enjoy that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. One last thing about theories. Have you seen the stuff about like Lover Deluxe? Oh, I have. That it was like, that was going to, I think so. Oh my gosh. I know there's so many things that go around. Like it's hard to keep up with. But wasn't, isn't there like a name that's reserved or there's something that they like had proof that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was a copyright. They have to like put in the copyright. But it comes out after Speak Now, right? Yeah. So, um, well, because Cruel Summer is, is going to be a single. single. It just, I think it is now. It's her fourth. So uh, has it been released as a single? I know she just announced it's going to be a single. I don't think it's been put out yet. Man, how much does it have to be to be put out as a single? You know what? Um, thinking about it, of course, she's a mastermind because there she is acting like, oh, my God, you guys, you streamed Cruel Summer so much that now my record label wants to put it out as a single. It's like at the top of the, the Ares, Ares tour. tour. So it's at the top of the playlist. So, yeah. of course, it's getting streamed because everyone's well, listening to that playlist on the way to the tour. But the thing is, is like that is a banger song. And it made sense what she said about not putting it out in 2020 as a single because – like, it just didn't feel right to call Cruel Summer. I mean, no. 2020 Summer was shit yeah. for the whole world. So when she said that, I was like, oh. And I think a lot of fans were, too, because I I think we never really just pieced that together. That yeah, the year it wouldn't have been would... a good look to do that. Yeah. Or it's not even that it's not a good look. It's that it, it feels unkind, right? Well, or people just wouldn't... Uh, not wouldn't evoking the emotions. Right, right, right. Because you're not doing that. Yeah, and so I felt like that was her finally getting to explain why the singles from Lover were not the best picks there. So is the deluxe going to have a few more songs on it? That's what they say, is that it would have, and I think like what people are saying online is just basically Taylor's gotten so big now that she's just sort of in her era of like, I do whatever I want whenever I want. She doesn't have to think about it as much anymore. Yeah, so if I want to put out a single from a previous album— when I'm about to release another album. Oh, and that, it. that's the other thing is we got hits different on streaming and then we got You're Losing Me, which, oh God. We sobbed. <laughs> I still sob every time I listen we to listened it. We listened to it for the first time together when it came out, like as it came out. And uh, Morgan and I just sat there and cried. I think I think going into it I thought it was going to be another song like Hits Different where just don't don't get me wrong like I like Hits Different but it's more of her like Hits boppy. Different is a jam. It hits different but it hits different than her like ballads. Yeah. I did not expect you're losing me to be a ballad and shit that was raw as fuck. It, it hurts. Yeah. 
Yeah, that song hurts really bad. Well, okay, so lots of things to look forward to. When we come back, we'll have so much to talk about because we'll be able to talk about Speak Now. So we'll have a new season. And who knows? Maybe we'll have Lover Deluxe. Yeah. I mean. we're It's Taylor's world. We're just living in it, yeah, man. Yeah, we are. And I'm loving it. I was just going to say, and I'm happy to be doing that. All right. Well, we're happy to have you all back with us for this episode. Um, check out our merch, and we love you so much. And be on the lookout for announcement when Speak Now season three will come out. Morgan, guess what? Or four. We've been speaking for like 13 minutes now. Oh my gosh. See, we just have to finish. We have to have 15 more seconds. So I said third season. I meant fourth season because Midnight's was our third season. Okay. We'll be back for a fourth season very soon. Look for the announcement. Bye. Love you. Love you.